When I mentioned in passing yesterday that I favored limiting all the office holders in the land to one term, it generated as much email as the actual topic. Many people expressed an interest in hearing sooner rather than later what my reasoning was for such a radical proposal, so here goes. As a longtime Las Vegas local radio talk show host, I had occasion to interview all the estate's major office holders, the senators, congressmen, governor, etc. They all confided to me off mic and in a couple of instances on the air that they spent at least half their time and energy seeking re-election. Now, I don't know about you, but I'd prefer my public servants devote 100% of their time and energy to addressing the needs of their constituents. If at this point you're thinking, but Frank, we already have in place what we need to limit any public servant to one term, it's called a ballot box. We can simply vote them out. Yes, on paper we can, but we don't. Being an incumbent so unfairly stacks the deck, 93-plus percent of them are routinely returned to office. Do you think our founding fathers envisioned a professional class of career politicians? No, they did not. At our nation's inception, we had citizen legislatures whose members went about their normal work and showed up periodically to cast votes. It was not a way of life, and what a way it has become. Through the years, Congress has shamelessly voted itself an array of perks, along with a golden parachute, that rarely exists in the real world. Let's hearken back now to the human nature I talked about yesterday. The longer these people are in office, it's only human nature the more corrupted they are likely to become. I'm aware of a senator who was born of the humblest possible origins, but left that august body worth over $50 million. Quite a trick on a salary of a hundred-some thousand dollars a year. But the most compelling argument for an across-the-board term limit of one is this. Have you ever noticed when a politician takes an exceptionally principled or courageous stand... It's almost always someone who, for whatever reason, is not up for re-election. They don't have to consider how it might affect their chances of staying in office or if they owe campaign contributors favors. All they need to decide is, is it the right thing or not? Well, that's what we'd get with wall-to-wall one-termers. I get where unlimited term limits may have made sense once upon a time. In the 1700s, there was a population of only 2 million spread out over the 13 colonies. Many were not sufficiently educated. Qualified candidates were probably in short supply. Today, though, we have 330 million people and more college graduates than we know what to do with. I'm pretty sure we could handle the higher turnover. You can tell me I'm wrong or right by sending your emails to frank at perfectlyfrankpodcast.com. We have a $100 prize for our email of the month winner. 
It could be you. Again, that address is frank at perfectlyfrankpodcast.com. Until tomorrow.